0: Hello and welcome. Welcome. Welcome to The Broad Review. My name is Tiffany. I'm Emily. And we are here to talk about things. (laughs) (laughs) Things. Things Things that we are going to review for you. Um, And we... I lost my train of thought already. Cool. I thought that today was like Thursday. Because we usually do this later in the week. And so... I feel like I've been a little
1: discombobulated all day. It is. It's it's, it's a Wednesday for those it's a, it's of you who Wednesday. are going to listen to this on Saturday or Sunday. It is a Wednesday currently. But yes, I also, I was like, man, I got to do, I got to get ready for the weekend. I'm like, wait, nope, it is Wednesday. Tomorrow yeah. <laughs> was like, tomorrow's the day when I get to go to Trader Joe's because,
0: you know, Wednesday. housewife duties happen on Friday, and I was like, oh, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. I got to work tomorrow. But anyways, so yeah, what what's going on in your life?
1: Uh, you know, just working getting ready to go to hawaii oh my goodness i am trying to currently to convince my husband to do something ridiculous and he shouldn't even be entertaining it but he is and so i'm gonna keep pushing it so are you gonna buy a house there well eventually eventually (laughs) no so when we've we've gone island hopping and we like the Big Island the most, for right. sure. And our least favorite, surprisingly, and don't fucking fight me people on the internet, my least favorite was Maui. Okay. We just didn't find enough stuff that we were into to like it. It was still fucking beautiful. I am not right. complaining about Maui. Yeah. However,
0: there it's was It's very a... family oriented?
1: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. and it's it's it is more tourist friendly, yes. which we dislike. Right. Um so the exception on maui was a spa Ooh. that had a hot tub circuit it was at the grand wailea which is the waldorf astoria oh yes and it was super fucking fancy and we went there for i say that our- like i've been there oh of course i have fancy cousins that go there <laughs> um it was it, it incredible like nothing i've ever to the point where when we were we booked it we're like god Damn it, that was expensive. And then after we were like, well, when uh, should we come a second time? What is a spa circuit? So it's a bunch of... I imagine like a lazy river spa. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be so warm. So it was all of these individually sized hot tubs that were all Excuse different... me, I prefer if you said hot tub. Hot tub. <laughs> hot tub. Bathtubs tubs that were... Um, each had a different scent to it, a different temperature of the water to give you a different feeling and you would go from one to the other. They had a cold plunge, so when you would go to this really, really super hot one and then you'd go to the cold plunge to make make yourself high, basically. Whoa. It was amazing. I don't even fucking remember the actual treatments we got, but you're allowed to go an hour early. Oh, wow. So we're staying on the big island and I'm trying to convince Bill to do an inter-island flight just to go to the spa our anniversary and he hasn't said explicitly no <laughs> so that leads me so to believe that he wants me a him, <laughs> so he, me, so he wants it a little bit so i'm just gonna mm-hmm. keep i'm gonna keep like i made him taco night last night which he really likes yeah um, he oh was, we need tacos tonight <laughs> he was like i know what you're fucking doing
0: <laughs> get him some Reese's Pieces get, get him more Reese's Pieces more Reese's
1: Pieces um so yeah Sugar that's i'm i'm pieces. just working towards hawaii and trying to to can you take a boat? Down. <laughs> you can't. They have ferries between certain islands, but it's mostly for like local people to get to some of the very small islands like Molokai. And
0: Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, gosh, I really hope that works out for you. Um, I have some less exciting domestic news. What's, What's that? that? Our house got egged over the weekend.
1: That's right. Egged. That's um, something that happens in 1980s movies exactly. not in real life so what exactly
0: <laughs> I woke up in the morning on Sunday and uh, Justin and I do this thing as homeowners now where we like just kind of just you know look out at the backyard while we're like waiting for <laughs> toast or something So I'm looking in the backyard, checking on my daffodils that actually died. Mm -hmm. Um, They do that. They just die. They do. They come up in the spring and they're like, oh my God, so beautiful. Dead. Oh, they like, oh my God, it was so sad. And then I'm like, it's a fucking eggshell on the ground. That's weird. And then I keep looking and I'm like, fucking backyard got egged. And... Why us? Who did I offend? Yeah. Nobody. Nobody you, in town knows us. What did
1: you
0: do? Um, we, our house backs up to an elementary school. So there's a road that little uh. shit kids can just walk on and see the back of our house. And I'm guessing that maybe they were targeting the family that lived there before us. Like maybe they didn't know that um, baby Karen moved to a different house. <laughs> but it was. Alarming, And also, like, my life has come full circle because yeah. that used to happen. I don't think I would ever egg anybody, but we used to toilet paper the shit out of people's houses. You actually did that? Yeah. I lived in the Burbs. Uh. We did that. Um, but our friends used to just think it was so funny to annihilate our house, and my parents, like, hated them for it. Oh, I bet. Like, our cars got egged once. Um, one time, <laughs> two of my friends brought a ceiling fan and just left it in our front yard that my parents were like... This is a nice ceiling fan. We're going to install it in the house. Thanks, bitches. Fucking
1: teenagers. So
0: I feel like it was like this full circle, like karma thing happening. Um, thank God we had a pressure washer. How
1: many eggs are we talking about? Oh, probably like eight. They didn't even fucking give you a full dozen? What a I know. Assholes. What we were not <laughs> deserving of a full dozen. And the terrible
0: thing is, is that I remember in the middle of the night hearing a noise. <gasps> But I assumed it was the cat because he's always having a party in the middle of the night. Right. So I was like, Griswold is just fucking shit up downstairs like he always is. My God. So, um, Justin cleaned it up in his sickness state because he has the plague. And I walked outside for a minute and it smelled so bad. I just ran back in and was like, "Thank you for being (laughs) a good husband." (laughs) But yeah, I felt like I was in like a you know '90s high school rom com.
1: What did what did either you do or what did the people who lived there before you
0: do I don't know. I right. I try my best not to flash the elementary school property because our we have a huge window in our upstairs. And I'm by myself all day, so I was like, "Oh no, I'm not by myself all day, murderers." <laughs> Actually, uh, <laughs> Tiffany lives just, alone. Is alone all day. I'm alone all day by elementary school. Let me give you some more clues. <laughs> uh, you know, what? I don't know. Maybe like I flashed the principal on accident, and he was like, "How am I going to tell this woman not to do that?" Need to egg her, bitch. Yeah, that's how my brain works. So, that's the most exciting update in my that's life. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well. So,
1: so you know who would have liked to have some eggs? Oh my god, good transition. <laughs> Is that a good transition? Yes. Uh, who would have loved to have any eggs? Any food? eggs, uh, any, any type of protein any nutrition. Anything was the Donner Party. Yes,
0: I have been dying to hear the rest so of the
1: story. I am continuing uh, my review and description of the Indifferent Stars Above, the harrowing tale of a Donner Party bride, or the harrowing saga of the Donner Party, depending on which same fucking book I don't know why that's I still so have I still have no idea why they have different titles yeah um by uh James not not James Brown Daniel James, James Brown.
0: <laughs> maybe they uh changed it when the audiobook came out because that's were what like, I'm thinking uh, it's not really about the bride yeah Just the bride. yeah
1: I, that's that's what I'm thinking maybe, maybe there's there. some Donner Party experts out there that can correct it <laughs> If only we had anybody that could, that had maybe read a few books about the Donner Party that could give us some insight, <laughs> or like listen to dark. our
0: podcast to understand
1: our fucking tone. That we're fucking joking always. Yeah, disclaimer: I exaggerate, and <laughs> Tiffany exaggerates for humor. If I say something uh, was four hundred years old and it was two years old, I'm fucking joking. <laughs> I don't jokes. I know Hyperbole. that I, I'm being. I'm being hyperbolic. Calm your fucking tits. (laughs) That's the point. That's the point. That's the point. Okay, where we left off. Where we left off. It was the end of October. Um, They had made it through the Hastings Cut-Off, but they were not doing well after the Hastings Cut-Off because they lost a bunch of oxen. It was a very harrowing journey to even get to the point where they were through that. Um, They were around the Truckee Lake area, now called Donner Lake, which you'll find out why. Um, And they had one last mountain pass to get through, through the Sierra Nevadas, actually, I've, I'm going to correct myself. He throughout the book, I guess it's not the Sierra Nevadas, it's the Sierra Nevada. So, Range. I, yeah, uh-huh. whatever. I'm going to say what I want. Uh-huh. I'm an independent woman. Uh, <laughs> so uh, there were three main groups of people, each on their at their own kind of pace, trailing into this. They eventually will call it the lake camp. Okay. So. Sarah's family was the first to get to the lake um, on October 29th, 30th, around that date. Um, there was light snow uh, and intermittent rain at the lake already a few inches. Uh, and they decided, fuck this, we're not stopping. We're going to make an immediate te- attempt to get through the pass because if we wait, it's it's snowing already.
0: And this is just
1: the Graves Party. This is just the Graves Party and, and a, you know, a few people that are with them. Orphans, yeah. widows. yeah. So they decide to make a, a try at it. And when they get closer to the summit where they have to go through this pass, we're talking three to four feet of snow. So when they did Whoa. this first group, they brought the oxen with them and their wagons with them because they weren't gonna leave that shit behind because it's their entire livelihood, their entire lives. Yeah. So the oxen were actually getting like stuck. In, like it was up to their noses, and they couldn't walk any further. Oh, sweet baby! And so they had to go back to the lake. So when at, by that time had passed, the second group got to the lake. The Donners weren't there yet. The Donner family, who was technically George Donner, was the leader of this expedition, wasn't there yet. So there were all of these arguments over: Do we stay? Do we go? Shall we wait for Donner? And he'll tell us what to do. And so no one was clearly in charge. Jesus. So, Jesus take the <laughs> wheel. Jesus take the wheel. Um, so then they decided to try it again. Um, this time with mules leading to try to break a trail before they decided to, to bring the wagons through. To actually, like, make a physical trail so then they could get through. Um, the mules were tripping because it's it's been continuously snowing. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say, when if the trail just gets snowed. Yes.
1: Back yeah, yes. Yes. Oh, so it's been continuously snowing. Um, the mules started tripping, so they're like, Ugh, and they were all so fucking exhausted from walking through waist deep snow.
0: Can you four even four
1: miles do
0: that? Oh, no, my
1: God. you can't. So they decided, fuck it, we can't go any further. We're just gonna camp for the night. So November third. They awoke to shouting. One of the men woke up and didn't see anything. He couldn't see anybody. He didn't know where anybody was because everybody was covered with several inches of snow. Oh, my God. He could see nothing. And so all of a sudden, these heads started popping out of the snow like, hey, hey, I'm here. Ew. No, I'm here. So when that happened, they were like, yeah, we can't go any further. Oh, my God. So they went back to Truckee Lake. So at this point... Do you have any idea of the mileage? Um, they'd only gone like a mile. <laughs> so but not very far. They went into like the far side of the lake. Oh. Yeah, no, it, it was bad. So by this time, the Donners had arrived. They weren't at the main lake camp. They were at an, an alternative camp, like I think a half a mile away called the Alder Camp. It's so, But they had arrived with, with, you know, so all three of the groups were now together. So it snowed heavily for eight full days. Oh. So, and during They're these died. eight days, everybody was like, okay, we're at least going to have to be here until the snowstorm is done, so let's build shelters. They basically built log cabins with the resources that they had. Jesus. With the people that they had. Um, and those were the people who had families and people that could help them. Some of the single <laughs> single men uh, just built, like, canvas tents, basically. Like a little lean-to? Yeah. Like, oh, and geez. so not good for snow because it gets bogged down in the snow and gets buried in the snow. So that's when they knew they started to need to make hard decisions. So they still had oxen. They still had horses. Some. Do they slaughter them all? Because they're running out of food. But if they slaughter them all, then they don't have oxen to carry, oxen to carry the wagons. So what do they do? So... They, if they, because if the snow stops and then they can leave, they're going to have to leave their wagons behind. Right. Which is not safe.
0: But the animals still aren't going to make it through.
1: Yeah. So, also, the animals are already starving because they yeah. haven't had grass. So, do we eat them while they are at least somewhat nutritious or wait until they get even more skinny and emaciated when they're either. Th- so, they had to kind of go over these things and decide what they did. We also had. Families like the Reed family, do you remember her husband was banished? Yeah. Because he murdered somebody. Yeah. She had nothing. Oh, god. So what's she going to do? She can't. She doesn't have any oxen to kill. So she barters with some people and tries to say, okay, I'll buy these for you. We'll pay you two to one when we get to California. She show mm-hmm. Her boobies. Mm-hmm. So what people had to kind of work with is if you sold one of your oxes to somebody, to Reed... You don't. Have, that's one less that you have to feed your family, and money in that situation is useless. Right. But they all think that they're still going to get out, so they start making these deals. Um. So they killed all of the oxen, every single one of them. Um, Jesus. And the the description of the butchering of them was explicit. Ew. And why? Vivid. Uh, it was. He's very scientific. Good job, James Brown. <laughs> James Brown. You, you, it's gross. Um, the, uh, my, one of my other favorite passages in here was like the Forrest Gump style list of all of the things that you can make with ox. <laughs> it's like, ox tail soup, ox stew, ox tongue, <laughs> ox brain. So it was, it was really funny. So I was like, yeah, it's just like that. It's just like shrimp soup, shrimp stew. Um, and I thought you would like this. They buried the meat in the snow for refrigeration. Yeah, that's something that you the, yourself has had to do. Yeah, we,
0: we did that during the last power outage. It doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't. No, it, it actually... <laughs> you think that snow is, is frozen, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's, a, it's, it's in this wet state of yeah wet, so, fro, non-frozenness. Exactly. I'm a scientist. So, meanwhile,
1: while all this is happening, people are making decisions building camp. James Reed, who was banished for murder, made it to California. So he made it through that pass right before them, right before it started snowing. The guy that snowing. was banished? Yeah, because it was just him and a horse. Middle fingers in the air. So, yeah. So he made it through. He made it to California. Um, he was like, hey, these people are going to be in a world of fucking hurt, including my entire family. I will pay you to help me go back and rescue them. So he got a small party to go back. Um, so they were going east. Through the past was uh what's his face the cutoff guy, no oh god no the criminal no he did not <laughs> the help. crook Hastings okay. Hastings um they got stuck in nineteen inches of snow and That's we're too like many. uh nope sorry oh, wow. so basically everybody was like fuck you James Reed we can't do this we're not, no amount of money is worth our lives so they turned Jesus. so they turned around James Reed stayed at, at Sutter's Fort and was like where's I, where's my family yeah what can you do what can you do yeah um so. Back at the lake camp, Franklin Graves, Sarah's father, started to get ants in his pants. Not literal (laughs) ants in his pants. Because it was frozen. (laughs) Because it was frozen. But he wanted to try. He's like, I'm from Illinois. I know weather. This is not going to get better as we get farther into winter. It is only early November now. This is going to get much, much worse before it gets better. We have to fucking go. And so... They tried again and failed again. Um, this time there were over 10 feet of snow on the mountain roads. Jesus, so Christ. no fucking way it's gonna happen. So on November 25th, on Thanksgiving, it started snowing at the lake again after pausing for a little while, and this time dumped six to seven more feet of snow on the lake. Jesus. So at this point they are in about 12 feet of snow. Most of the shelters that they have built, they had to dig a path out in the snow to be able to get out of. They had, like, snow stairs. Wow. Um, so they started realizing, oh, we're going to all start Sweet to death here.
0: Sweet
1: Jesus, yeah. The terror started setting it in. They, they knew that this is not something that they're going to be able to easily get out of. So what, what this book does really well is they'll, he'll say something about someone and then he will give the scientific explanation, the physiological explanation, explanation about why this is happening to them. So that he describes the symptoms of hunger, the, the, the causes in what what causes starvation in your body, what gets eaten first in your body and that kind of stuff, which was really, really interesting things hmm. that I didn't know. So the other reason they started panicking is the first person had died at this point. The one? The Reed's, one. The Reed's servant, one. yeah. The Reed's servant was the first to die, which was wow. fucked up. So when they were talking about the hunger, uh, your body needs a certain amount of fat to be able to digest things. But the meat that they were eating was so lean because of these oxes being so lean that they would eat and eat and eat and never uh. feel satisfied because the nutrients were not getting digested properly. Oh, wow. So it was fucking horrible. Um, so the Graves family again was like, fuck this fucking shit. Yeah. We're not going to sit around here and die. I'm not doing this. So they started making snowshoes. Oh. Franklin Graves from his childhood in Massachusetts or somewhere in New England, um, knew how to make snowshoes, knew that they would help them. They weren't going to be able to bring oxen. They weren't going to be able to bring horses. They needed to be light. They needed to be flighty over the top of the snow. Flighty. Flighty. So he made 15 pairs of snowshoes. And assembled the Snowshoe Party. Okay. So the Snowshoe Party was 15 people. It was nine men, five women, and one boy. And that boy is important. Okay. Um, Franklin Graves was the leader of the Snowshoe Party. um, And he was the oldest person on that by 20 years. Jesus. So he was much older than everybody else. But he had the knowledge of how to live in the winter, so they needed him to go. Um, Both Sarah and her new husband, Jay... Went with. So, no Donners went on the snowshoe party. Uh, George Donner had cut his hand when he was making his shelter, and his arm was becoming infected. Gross. Yeah. Um, Jacob Donner was too old, and uh ugly-ass Tamzine Donner, <laughs> so fucking ugly, um, had to stay and take care of the kids. She had nine kids with her or some shit like that. Oh, God. God. I, I Again, this is another one. I'm... It, they all have nine kids to me. Yeah. Because any over two is nine. nine. <laughs> so, fuck it. It's too many. Um, so, the Snowshoe Party had two, uh, three people on it that were going to be essential to their survival. So they thought. Um, George Stanton, who had taken the pass before. And two Miwok Indians, both of whom had also traveled as four and were Native Americans and lived off the land. Right. Right? Right. So these were people who were going to be super helpful. And so they were, they were like, yes, well, we're going to do this the right way. So they calculated a six-day hike to what they were trying to get to was a farm that they knew had basic supplies, food, things like that. Um, and that they could easily, from that farm, get to the fort and be able to have a rescue party. The next thing that he starts describing is snow blindness. <gasps> because there's no, it's just snow. That's all they can see is snow, is white blinding snow. And How do you at, navigate? And also oh. at one point they are 6,000 feet elevation. You can't fucking breathe. You can't breathe. And then the UV rays are worse the higher you get. So the snow blindness is worse the higher you get. Now everybody that goes skiing now knows you fucking wear sunglasses or your eyes are going to burn out. They yeah. so didn't have sunglasses in 1846. So... Um, It causes, you know, obviously eye sensitivity, so it's hard to open your eyes, and headache, and nausea, and then if it keeps up, actual blindness. Oh gosh. Your eyes are naturally self-healing, so if even if you spend the whole day with snow blindness, but you don't go outside the next day, your eyes will eventually heal. But... They can't do that. They
0: didn't have a chance to rest. They didn't have a
1: chance, and it was sunny and very cold, so... Constant sun the whole time. It, and he likened it to if you got an extreme sunburn with blisters and then decided to go out and continue to Ew. sit in the fucking sun oh, every day. Oh, my God. So the other thing, climbing, mountain climbing. There is a reason that only the most physically fit of us even try mountain climbing. Because it's real fucking hard. Oh, yeah. These are people who have no mountain climbing experience who are not wearing mountain climbing gear who are wearing fucking snowshoes. i imagine the ladies in dresses still they are in dresses yeah um and it's also exerting thousands more calories than they would if they were just sitting still
0: yeah so jesus christ
1: it's, it's crazy. Terrible idea. This was a terrible idea. <laughs> also. Oh, God. They started to smell. become susceptible. The smells. Oh, the smell. <laughs> they started to become susceptible to hyperthermia. So they're mountain climbing mm. in wool, covered in wool from head to toe because it's cold outside. Oh. So they're sweating underneath their stuff and their body temperatures are getting too high. And then their natural reaction is to take off clothes. <gasps> that are wet then, and then it goes back to hyperthermia. So it's like their bodies are fighting a battle to try to keep the core temperature correct, and they just keep making it much worse. Oh, gosh. So everything went wrong for these people. Oh, every time, I was like, god damn it, can't they catch a break? Um, So Stanton, you'll remember, I said he was the only um, full English speaker who knew the way. He was the first to die. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Guy, he was the first to die. He started losing his shit all of a sudden, um uh and just died. Like d- from his butt or like his mind? Uh they don't know. They left his body behind. So they don't nobody knows what he actually uh, okay. died from. It was probably a combination of either hypo or hyperthermia and malnutrition. So, uh remember I said it was gonna take six days. So that's how many days of provisions they brought were six days. On day four, they had only made it fourteen miles Gosh. away from the camp.
0: And what, how far did they need to go?
1: Longer than Long, that. <laughs> many more. Many more. 900. So they only had two more days of rations. Um, and at the Donner camp and the lake camp, people were starting to die. Jesus. But at this point, no one's no one's even talk, talking about eating each other. Um, on the sixth day, when they were on their last day of rations, there was another fucking snow dump. Jesus. Um, And they started talking about turning around. And everyone's like... What what are we gonna do if we turn around? Yeah. What is the what's the alter, like? What difference is it gonna What difference make is at it this gonna make? We either all die here, get or in, or we get to California and then can actually get help. So they decided to keep going. They went the completely wrong way. The road that no. they were supposed to be taking was like 400 feet away from them, <gasps> but they went the wrong way, a much harder way. No. Yes. <laughs> so on eighth day. They've now been without food for two days. Mm. Um, they started talking of drawing straws for somebody to get killed and eaten. So, oh my god! Had, the thing is, they had only been out of food for for a few hours at that point. Yeah, shit and escalated they, quickly. They, they all of a sudden, we're like, we should fucking eat somebody. Um, and he was talking about. How the combination of malnutrition, hunger, hypothermia, snow blindness, all those things together were making them fucking crazy. Yes, yes, yes. are yes. making them extremely crazy. Um, so the person who suggested it was Patrick, a guy named Patrick Dolan. Um, he suggested that they draw straws. He drew the short straw. No. And then everyone's like, Patrick, we all didn't like this idea anyways. We're not going to fucking eat you. So then Patrick... And they explain the psychological toll about something like this. Patrick started to become deranged. Because he he was worried that they were still going to kill him and they were just telling him that they weren't because they... Oh, my God. So everything that could go wrong went wrong. Uh, they had an axe with them that they were using to cut down firewood every night. The axe had broke off and fell down into 15 feet of snow and was unlocatable. Jesus Christ. So now they didn't have an axe. Um, at this point, a second guy one axe <gasps> <acts>, one yeah <gasps> a second guy died and then the third person to die was unfortunately Franklin Graves so Sarah's mm. father died he was older they they kind of knew it was going to happen yeah so his last words <laughs> less eloquently than I'm going to more eloquently than I'm going to put him or were basically eat me so <laughs> he said eat me that's that verbatim he was, was like, he like hey um, bitches. Eat me. eat me.
0: Eat me. I imagine him, like, um, in the Addams Family movie, when they're family values, when they're at camp and Pugsley's
1: the yeah. chicken, like, eat me. Eat me. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, uh, at this point, they have not eaten anybody. Um, They've wasted the other two bodies. Patrick. Do- so, Patrick Dolan. So, they haven't moved yet, though. They're at the same place where these, they're now, so Patrick Dolan, who is still fucking nuts, um goes so crazy that he dies. He starts stripping off of his clothes and running in the snow and then dies. So we then hop back to the lake camp. It's now Christmas. Um, Everybody at the lake camp assumed the snowshoe party was already on their way back (gasps) with all of their supplies. So they started, you know, they celebrated. They ate more than they normally would on Christmas. um, Because they were obviously on their way back by now. (gasps) Obviously. Obviously. Um, at this point they had been eating, the meat was gone. They were eating bones that they had boiled over and over and over to the point where they were chewy. <laughs> so no. they were eating bones. Um, the snowshoe party started, um, being affected before they started eating. Um, be, was, was starting to get affected by ketoacidosis. Um, their breath apparently smelled like nail polish remover.
0: Oh, is that the keto diet?
1: <laughs> You're not supposed to let it go that far. So, no. If you start getting ketoacidosis, you. you've gone too You're far. You just eat cheese and bacon, <laughs> and you'll I'm going to lose Gone pounds. too far. So, um, the boy that was with them, he saw a mouse, and he chased it and caught it and put it in his mouth and ate it whole alive. Ew! Then, he fully lost his shit... Because he had rabies. And died. So now we have four corpses. Three adults and one boy. And then they decided it was time. So the next thing they do, they needed to start a fire. So they decided to start a fire with the black powder they had in one of the rifles that they had. Um, and then exploded. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, but they don't have a cutting utensil because no. they dropped the one. <laughs> yeah, at, yeah. Nobody had a knife. Oh, Jesus Who are Christ. these people? Um, so, about a couple people got burned, and then they separated into to several different areas so nobody would have to eat their own person. Because everybody that was had died was a relation to somebody that was there. But they didn't want anybody to have to eat their own father or their own son or anything like that i'm gonna throw up and cry at the same time (laughs) so the two miwok indians that were there were like no we will have no part in this and we are not going to watch you do it this is against everything the laws of the laws of humanity we're not doing this so they went off and just sat by themselves while this was happening so the thing is they they thought that it was hunger that was killing everybody but it likely wasn't because you you can survive without food for like 14 days,
0: yeah if you
1: have water, which they had plenty of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they were most likely dying of uh, hypothermia, but they didn't they didn't know that.
0: Yeah, they thought they were hungry. They thought they
1: were hungry. Um, also the craziness started setting in. Um, they started having dreams about eating each other, so that's kind of how it, it manifested into an actual idea. Um, unfortunately, Jay died. He mm-hmm. got weaker and weaker. Um, Jay, and then a few more. Um, so Sarah had to deal with the fact that now all the males in her life were dead, and she was going to eat. Them. She was going to eat them, but also she was in charge of the family. I mean, her mom was back at the camp, but she doesn't have a husband now and oh. doesn't have a father. Um, so on this journey, they, keep, they walk just a little bit every day because their feet hurt. That everything hurts. Um, they also don't have any energy. Um, they stumbled upon an Indian village. Uh, the Indians were terrified by their appearance. Oh, because these the, the ghostly people um, and they gave them some acorn paste. And instead of just sitting there and resting for a little while, they're like, no, we our families are back there. We got to go. So they didn't rest. They, oh. they just fucking kept going. Um, Lewis and Salvador, who will the Miwok Indians, started getting the feeling and like, you know, like in cartoons where like, You'll see it, a like cartoon animal see another animal and then it'll have like a vision of that animal cooked in their eyes. You know what I'm talking <laughs> the, about? The turkey legs? Yeah, 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 yeah. The people were getting like that with the Miwok Indians. Like they were, they were started discussing like we should fucking kill these guys. Yeah. We don't know these guys. Let's just kill them. Oh. Um, so Luz and Salvador must have gotten the feeling that that was going to happen, so they ran away. Unfortunately, the camp. The, the snowshoe party eventually caught up with them and murdered them and <gasps> ate them. And they he goes into description of the kind of hierarchy of eating things. Oh. So there's a hierarchy, obviously. You eat your oxes before your horses. You eat your horses before your dogs. The things that you are less attached to. So you eat your dogs before you eat a person. And then when people, you eat strangers before you eat acquaintances. You eat acquaintances before you eat friends and friends before your family. So the Miwoks were strangers to them. Yeah. So they didn't, they were basically just there for food. Um, so people would die. They would eat them, get the little bit of subsistence they needed to, to get to the next place. Um, so they made it to Johnson's Ranch on January 17th. <gasps> 33 days after they had left after their six day journey. 33 days. Oh my God. And they shocked everybody. That was, I mean, they, they looked horrifying. Um, they also, you know, could barely talk because they didn't have any energy. Um, the people at the ranch rode ahead to Sutter's Fort and to let, first of all, James Reed know that these people were there from the party, um, but also to get supplies so they can make the rescue mission. So they made it. But um, the lake camp... We're at, like, January 30th, and things had become very, uh, very cutthroat. Nobody had eaten any people yet. Oh, my gosh. Um, but they had gotten to the point where they were eating things that were not food. Um, hides, mostly. <gasps> um, hides, uh, shoelaces, anything that was made out of leather is what they were eating. Um, so. Why? It was because they didn't have any food. Um, so the fir- the first rescue party was called the First Relief. Um, they... It took more time than they were intending to because it started fucking snowing again. Surprise. Surprise! This is when they were making the trip back. Um, By the time they got to the camp, the late camp, the first relief, um, there was 18 feet of snow on the ground. And the the houses were completely buried. They couldn't find anybody. And so they were like, where the fuck did everybody go? And a woman uh, pops her head out (laughs) of a hole in the snow and says... Are you men from California, or did you come from heaven? <gasps> oh, geez. So they had some food for them, but they had to really be careful that they didn't give them too much food. Yeah, because their natural instinct is to be like, rah, 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 and, then, and then barf. Yeah, because they can't; their stomachs can't handle it. So they had to really ration the food, left some supplies behind, um, and they took twenty-two people out that day, mostly children because the children at this point were really the only ones who were strong enough to be able to make the journey. Wow. Um, And so other people had to stay behind, the moms who had babies had to stay behind, and the babies had to stay behind. Um, And then some men had to stay behind to help with chores and things like that. The second relief, so the first relief comes, and they're on their way back with all those 20 people. The second relief starts the journey east, um, headed by James Reed, who found out that, holy shit, our family's going to die. Mm-hmm. So he leads the second um, relief back to the camp um, and sees his wife and all of his kids alive Oh wow. when he gets there. They all survived, and, you know, I'm sure it was the greatest day ever. Um, so he takes out with him uh, three adults and 14 kids, including his wife and all of his kids. Jesus. So he... that. They were good. Um, so there were I, there were only a handful of people left at the lake camp that were either too small to be able to, or too, you know, frail to be able to go or couldn't for one reason or another. So at this point, the people at the lake camp started feeding the dead to their children. Oh. They were not to the point where they wanted to start eating it yet. They just needed to feed the children. They didn't tell the children what they were eating. This is why adults can't be trusted. Yeah, because we're talking like little toddler age or babies. So, Mm. yeah. Or they made soup. Mm. Out of people. Mm. So, the second relief gets back, brings all those people back to the fort. The third relief comes and almost everybody that's left is dead. There's one guy that's left alive who seems surprisingly okay. Like, he doesn't seem like he... Is in dire straits. He very likely murdered Tamzin Donner and ate her. Because when the second relief was there, they noted how good of health Tamzin was in when they left. Because she had to stay there with her young children and also to care for her husband who still had an infected hand. Um, and so when they came, when the third relief came back and found this guy, Keysburg, and they were like, where's Tamzine Donner and where's all of her fucking money that we know that she has, they all, they found it on him. So he oh. likely killed her and took her money and, and he was also batshit crazy.
0: And what happened to her husband? Dead. Mostly it's, from gangrene.
1: Yes. So both the Donner <laughs> men were dead. Uh, Tamzin was dead. And some of the kids did survive though. Um, So the last member, which was Kiesberg, arrived at the fort on April 29th. No. April 29th. Almost a full year. Yes. To (gasps) when they left. That's horrifying. 1847. So 87 people went out on the journey in the Donner Party and only 40 of them survived. Most of them being women and children. Most of the men were dead. And that's because, you know, women have a little more body fat. (laughs) Um, And also, uh, you know, we exert less energy.
0: Yeah.
1: The same with the kids. Um, So after this ordeal, they obviously had guilt and shame for what they had done. Um, Do you think they like t- went back and they were like, how'd
0: you survive? And they were like, oh, we don't know. We don't know. It it's a miracle. A, miracle. It a miracle. Yeah, we didn't eat anything. No, they,
1: they had to tell. Um, they also, almost all of them had PTSD. Oh, God. Because how could you not? Yeah. Um, and then many of them also had physical symptoms that they, some of them never got over. Um, Sarah Graves' sister couldn't wear shoes for three months because her toes and feet were so swollen and deformed from walking in the snow for a month, holy shit, that she couldn't even put shoes on. Um, so they had physical deformities. That, you know, these people had already been through so much, and now had to like pick up the pieces of their lives. Um, so this was the part of the book that I actually had I turned off and read instead because mm. it was it was a little bit boring. It was. A detailed description of what happened to every single person for the rest of their lives. Oh, each of the forty. Each of them. Whoa. All of them. Jesus, James. So I was like, okay, I don't care about some of these people. Like, I care about the Graves family and you know whatever, but I didn't care about all of them. So I kind of just I perused to the ones that I cared about. Yeah. Um, Sarah, you know, not having a husband and not having a father anymore. Her mother also passed. Mm -hmm. Um, she got married. Not for love, for you know, Aww. security. Two more times, um, she died at the age of forty-six. But she Pretty lived. A full, she lived a full life. She was a yeah. school teacher. Um, so James Reed had one of my favorite quotes from uh, at the end. So James Reed, if you remember, murdered somebody. Was also a kind of a rich asshole. Mm-hmm. So he said, "Our misfortunes were the result of bad management." Had I remained with the company, I would have had the whole of them over the mountains before the snow would have caught them. Fuck you, James Reed. No. So they were saying, what a dick. yeah, he was like, no, if you wouldn't have banished me, I, you would have never, no one Ooh. ever would. Fuck you. Would have fucking killed um, that snow. <laughs> Hastings, the guy who who got them into ass this mess, uh, basically lived a full life pulling schemes. He he's Billy McFarland. He's the Billy McFarland He's the Billy of, McFarland his of day. 1846. Yes.
0: Did anybody, uh, uh, you might get there. Keep going. I'll, I'll hold my questions till the end. So, no, actually, that is,
1: that is. what is your question?
0: Did anybody try to do that
1: again? Try to take that same journey? Um, not many people took the cutoff after that. Okay. But the journey without the cutoff on the Emigrants' Road that still went through that same mountain pass. Was the way to get to California. So. They just didn't use the cutoff. Yes. Okay. Um, And they also knew to leave fucking earlier. Don't leave at the end of May. Don't leave at the end of May. Jesus. Um, So, but they did notice a drop. Because, I mean, this made national news. Yeah. In 1846. So, uh, or 1847. Um, So, they did notice a drop off in emigrant's. Coming over to California. At least for a little while. Because yeah. they didn't want to have that happen they to their family. They want to eat each other. Yeah. So, all in all, the book... There were some parts that I thought were a little boring. But I get that they were... I I get it. Um, so, I still... I am giving it five out of five. And I'm giving it five out of five. People with the worst fucking luck. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ever. Like, I... I couldn't. I want. I kept like yelling at the book and being like, "Just leave them alone!" I like, know. if you were to write a movie about this that was fiction, it would be too outlandish. Yeah, it'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm sure that just kept happening." But, but, it but it
0: did. Did
1: everything that's bad happened to these people? And I was thinking while I was reading this, why hasn't a movie been made out of this? They've taken every other fucking historical tragedy and made a movie so out true. of this. Maybe they don't think that people can handle the no because the watching the eaten
0: no because there was a movie about a plane crash alive yeah
1: my brother watched that and barfed I accidentally watched
0: it when I was like twelve years old on HBO and I was like what are they gonna oh yeah oh, oh
1: they're eating each
0: other. yeah well that's really interesting and I think I think. And we've talked about this before. The retelling of these events to where they're not the butt of a joke, Mm -hmm. I think is really important. Yeah. Um, Because when I was looking for social media things to post, all I saw were memes about Donner Party. Oh, I thought you said Dinner Party. Yeah. Oh, it was so much more than that. Yeah. And
1: no one, like, there's not a single person in this that, like, was like, oh, Yeah. I haven't eaten in like two hours. I'm fucking hungry. Let's start eating, Joe. Yeah, Like it was, it was. Dire straits. It was dire straits and to the point where they knew that it was mentally going to affect them for the rest of their life, but it was either that or die. Right. So. What the fuck would you do in a situation like that? I would die. I would die. (laughs) No, like I would not have even made it halfway there before I died. I would have been the fucking first to die. I I would have been like,
0: you know what? I don't like to walk.
1: Yeah. No. So I'm not going to go to California. (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna stay here in missouri um you guys have a great time no i like i i cannot live the life that they live no my
0: goodness i mean the men sure but those women were fucking tough
1: yeah jesus christ they were and it, it towards the end especially it was the women who had to be stronger mentally than the men and try to talk them down off their ledges sometimes and also be like no, we have to keep going. You can't just lay here with your shirt off. Like, we're going to keep going instead. <laughs> so it was really good. I Whether you listen to it or read it, I highly recommend it. It was extremely interesting, and it gives you a whole new perspective on a story that, you know, unless you've read several books, you don't really know a lot about. <laughs> unless you're a
0: Donner Party enthusiast. Which,
1: first of all, first of all what? I have
0: question. <laughs> um, one of the interesting things that I did see when I was searching the Donner Party hashtag uh, which is apparently a lot of people's favorite pastime, was um, the statue at the campsite at the lake, I guess, wherever the memorial is, mm-hmm. is as tall as the snow was. Yeah, and it's huge. It's so cool. And yeah. it's so
1: super, it's super tall. Yeah, and it gives you such good perspective. It, yeah, I mean, the amount of snow that these, even a normal amount of snow would have sucked, but they were dealing with, well, they said that, that the winter of that year was, do you know what the... Do you know what the Pineapple Express is?
0: It's a movie with James (laughs) Franco. Yes. No,
1: it is a a meteorologist.
0: It's like the El Nino, but it's the
1: Pineapple Express. Yes, it's Pineapple Express. It's it's a a mixture of very cold air from the Arctic and very warm air um, that kind of mixes together and and produces more snow or rain than you've seen in many, many years. So it occasionally happens to us here and we get a lot of rain, um, but in the mountains, obviously, it produces a lot of snow.
0: Yeah. Wow, and here I am, like crying
1: about a foot and a half of snow that we got this right? year. Right, <laughs> but do you remember how how shut down everything was? Oh my god, it was fucking chaos, yeah. and that was a foot of snow. Yeah, and we have cars, and we have
0: telecommunications we, <laughs> or whatever you want to call that no. technology. We're fucking soft. Wow. Well, that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. Um, so, I unintentionally went along with the theme this week as we have done for like the past three episodes that is unintentional i promise you that it is unintentional you think that it is but it's not um wait you think that it's intentional oh yeah okay it's not i got confused again it's wednesday (laughs) um i watched and i'm behind the times i know this i watched season one of the santa clarita diet and season three just came out, and mm-hmm. I never really thought much of it. I was like, oh, that looks, that looks dumb. <laughs> that looks whatever. Um, and it was kind of like at the tail end of like when The Walking Dead was still kind of watchable. So I was like, why are we still doing this eating people zombie thing? What's going on? Yeah. Um, but the fact that it's made it to three seasons and that there was a lot of hype and excitement surrounding it, that I was, was like, I don't really feel like watching anything else right now. Um, I'm going to start the Santa Clarita diet. I'm going through one of those phases where n- nothing that I watch entertains me. So, oh, why not give it a try, yeah. right? The worst that can happen is, you know, it's like the unicorn store. It's just, eh, but uninspiring. Yeah. Um, so, I watched season one, which is on Netflix. All of the seasons are on Netflix. Um, and it started in 2017 which I was like, that was like yesterday. Yeah, no, they, they,
1: they released all three seasons like
0: really, really quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, if there's 10 episodes in season one. I'm sure the other ones are like that too, and they're all 30 minutes long. So this is perfect because I'm trying to be a more productive freelancer. Mm. So, you know, when it's an hour episode show, but I want to watch two of them before yeah. I start working for the day, then I'm fucked. Yeah. Then I'm like, well, you know, I'm just not going to get any work done. <laughs> I got to keep watching. There's the day. Yeah, so 30 minute 10 episodes, perfect for my workload right now. So, the Santa Clarita Diet takes place in Santa Clarita, California. What? uh, Which is like northern LA County suburb area. It reminded me of the neighborhood. I don't know why I have my hand on my hip like Mick Jagger right now, but I do. Um, It reminded me of the suburbs in the first Maybe only the first season of Weeds. Oh yeah, Weeds? no yeah, the Tiki Tacky houses, yep. yeah, like that. Um, and it stars Drew Barrymore, which we both have opinions about. I
1: it I just I don't. It's not that she's a fine actress. I just don't like her face. <laughs> and I'm not. That's not like a dig on her looks. I just don't like. I don't like the way that her face looks. <laughs> I want to punch your face. <laughs> I want to punch her in her face. There's just
0: something about your face. I really want to punch her. I do uh, Yeah. Um, so,
1: yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't usually seek out movies by her because I don't like her face.
0: Yes. And the way that she moves her mouth and her, her tongue. So,
1: so far. <laughs> so, we don't like her face, the way that she talks, um, the way that she is or that she exists.
0: Okay, but here's
1: the thing. (laughs) I'm fucking obsessed
0: with her in this. Okay. Because she has this goddess hair, which she's probably vegan. So maybe I need to be vegan to have goddess hair. She just has this really... Again, she's like a a mom and, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't have, like, the... uh, the, the boring housewife thing mm-hmm. going on, like, she's super fucking
1: cool. Okay, she's a cool mom? She's a
0: cool mom. She's got beautiful mermaid, long hair that I just, I want to rip off her head <laughs> and wear myself. Um, her makeup is beautiful. Her wardrobe is so fucking rad. I'm I'm very into her aesthetic in this. Huh. And I would say, if I didn't have to watch her eat people in this show, I would probably like her in this role a lot better. But because she does the Drew Barrymore thing while she's eating? <laughs> like the overexpressiveness and the cutesy with her little mouth and it's so cute and she's just eating. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. I can I can literally picture what you're talking yes, about. Yes, yes, thank you. But I don't hate her as a human. <laughs> I, oh. She's fine. She's and fine. and um, yesterday, my dear friend Tracy, who might be listening, hi Tracy, hi, um, she pointed out to me that at Walmart, Drew Barrymore has a home line, home decorating line. So then from she there... She what now? Yeah. At Walmart? Really fucking cute. I want everything But it's expensive. At Walmart? At Walmart. Put it at Target, I understand. Yeah. It's basically Opal House from Target, Mm -hmm. but with Drew Barrymore's name on it at Walmart and like three times the price. Huh. Yeah. It's really fucking cute though. Um, Quality's questionable because it's sold at Walmart. Um, So then from there, I was like looking at the Flower Home Instagram and then I was like, a purse. Drew Barrymore makes purses. She has a whole fucking fashion line that's for sale on Amazon, and it's darling. And I want
1: it all. Drew Barrymore, I want it all. You're not selling yourself well enough. But this is why, this is the first time we're hearing about this. Kate Hudson is in my face all the time with all of her shit. What does she do? She she started Fabletics. Oh. And then she also designed a bunch of stuff for uh, New York and Company.
0: Oh, uh, that's why I don't, I don't, sh- I don't, I don't leave the house anymore.
1: <laughs> I get their catalogs. It's, I you wear know, yoga business yoga separates. As a businesswoman, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I need some business separates. So yeah, if I'm, I'm going to be like a, a Elizabeth Holmes, I need, I need my business outfits. business outfits. My business outfits.
0: I work in my pajamas from the day before. So <laughs> um, from the fashion line and that looking at this whole Instagram that I'm like, saving up my money for that fucking cute purse. There's a beauty line, flower beauty. Which I believe came first. I believe that was the chicken before the egg. What? And it's cruelty free and it's a good price point and it's at Ulta. So I guess where I'm gonna go get some makeup later on this week. Weird. Yeah. So I can get this Drew Barrymore aesthetic that I want. I was gonna say vibe, but like I don't want her vibe. (laughs) I don't want her face. I'm not that, I'm not that like, um, no no i can barely hold a smile for like 13 seconds like no um but i can at least do my makeup and decorate my house like her and dress hmm. like her which is more than enough perfect i'll keep my own uh, vibe <laughs> i'll keep I my like face my own vibe. Vibe. thank yes yeah, so uh sponsor us flower beauty no she's like she's guys-
1: like you guys just said I you wanted to punch me wanted i'm not gonna to, fucking you, you hate my
0: face okay so that was a total total digression but important because so important, I can be her without being her, which I find important. Okay, so Drew Barrymore plays the main character, Sheila. She's
1: the mom. Also, Sheila, can I tell you about the? I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you, but that's okay. Um, so, I had an alter ego at one point named Sheila. No, um, so there was a time that I had put on a little bit of weight, um, and <clears throat> for some reason, I put on a little bit of weight and I got really angry. And so, like my alter ego, uh, Fat Sheila would come out. Uh, and fat Sheila was real mean to everybody, um, and Fat Sheila didn't give a shit about anything. So, every time I hear the name Sheila, I imagine Fat Sheila. Fat Sheila. Oh my god! And fat Sheila had her own aesthetic for sure. Yeah, it was all black.
0: Oh, guess, yes, 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 that makes sense. Yeah. Well, no, sorry. hello. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just feel like in, you know, 2017, the hip, cool mom name. Sheila? You know, I don't know. Anyways, moving on. Um, so that's Drew Barrymore. The husband, Joel, is Timothy Oliphant. Mm-hmm. Oliphant? Mm-hmm. Oliphant. Who is from Justified, Damages, and my dad's all-time favorite TV show, Deadwood. Hmm. which they're making a movie of, which I found on his IMDb today. Um, I did not watch Justified. I wanted to. I love Walter... Walt, Walton Goggins? It's not Walter. Walton. Walton Goggins. I worship him and his giant teeth. He's amazing. Um, but I didn't watch Justified. I should probably go back and watch that. So I haven't really seen him in every anything besides the occasional rom-com he's in a lot of rom-coms he likes the rom coms yeah because he's like dashing yeah i also think he's shorter than i thought he was because hmm. he he's about drew height and you know google googs out for me i'm gonna look that up um there's a daughter abby um she's in a lot of tv series i didn't recognize her name is liv hewson uh the waitress from it's always sunny in philadelphia mary elizabeth ellis plays oh. the uh awful bitchy neighbor lisa Um, And her son, and this is where my printer ran out of ink, uh, Mm. his name is Eric, and he's played by Skylar, someone, because my printer ran out of ink, but he has been in Psych, Wet Hot American Summer, 10 years later. Who is he in Wet Hot American Summer? Uh, I didn't write down his role, but he is like a freckle-faced, light brunette, nerdy, probably the nerdy kid, because he plays Wet Hot American
1: Summer is my life. Yeah, honestly, so good. He's Um, six feet tall, so you're- incorrect oh
0: well i'm we're six feet tall that's, not, uh, that's true uh,
1: maybe drew barrymore is just taller than you thought yeah google her i thought she was like a a mini woman i was gonna say pig me but i don't think that's politically correct anymore it's not <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that out Bleep, i'm not editing that Bleep, out. Bloop,
0: bloop. <laughs> um and of course everybody remembers uh skylar from the bill ingeval show yeah, no. no of I'm, course! Of course, of course. Um, and then Portia de Rossi makes an appearance, which was oh, she's, fucking she's, delightful. She's a goddess. And whatever was going on with her face in, um... Huh. <laughs> I don't hate women, I swear to God. Um, in Arrested Development. No, the, she had a face. She, she had was a pulling a face. The, face the entire show. She, had a face. she did have a face. She doesn't have a face in this, which <laughs> was which was good. This fucking show. This was, show that we're hosting. We're terrible. Um, She looks like a normie um okay so the show itself it is a dark comedy about sheila the boring suburban mom who uh just randomly one day gets really fucking sick dies for a minute wakes up and is a zombie right so their life is that uh Joel and Sheila are realtors they're you know the boring mom and dad thing daughter's pretty normal has that teenage bitchy thing going on Sheila's a total prude you know things like that um so one day they're showing a house and uh, she just starts uncontrollably vomiting um in gallons which was
1: gross
0: gross but also like why so much? Is it I like that scene in Team America World Police where he... I never saw Team America World Jesus Police. Jesus fucking...
1: And while we're at it, I never Christ saw Legally Blonde. Tiffany. <laughs> God damn it. I don't know even know what to do with you. I'm going to have to sit you down and like uh, hold your eyes open like Clockwork Orange. Jesus. Let me guess. You haven't seen a Clockwork Orange either. Of course
0: I've seen a Clockwork Orange. That's what I was busy watching and that's why I didn't see fucking Legally Blonde. <laughs> Yeah, basic. <laughs> yeah, <Your> fucking basic. <laughs> so, she gets really sick during this house showing. Throws up everywhere. It's disgusting. She looks dead for a second, and then she wakes up, and Joel's like, "Okay, you're sick. Let's take you to the doctor." she goes, "Doctor doesn't have a pulse. Doesn't you know her temperature's like super low?" And they're like, oh, maybe you should just go home and rest a little bit." Yep. Good job, American that healthcare that normally system. What do? So. Um once she recovers from the massive amount of vomit that left her body, she is now a zombie fun Sheila. Oh. Where she is like super uninhibited and crazy and wild and you know is not a prude anymore. She just keeps shoving Joel's head down to her crotch. She's like insatiable. In everything. In everything. Um, including the sex, um, which is it's kind of funny. Um, so, you know, Joel tries to give her like some food or something. And she's like, I can't eat that. She just she sees raw meat and she starts eating raw meat. And they're like, OK, well, we're going to figure out what's going on with you. But we just you can just eat raw meat. We'll just stick with that for now. But then uh, a co-worker realtor, Nathan Fillion, which I don't like him. Why don't you like him? I don't know. I think his head is too big. (laughs) His face is fine. It's his head. I think we need to make a list of all the people that we don't (laughs) like
1: their heads or faces. I
0: don't know why. I think that he's full of himself. He's probably not. But I feel like he took that whole Dr. Horrible thing like a little too far. (laughs) Okay, so... Nathan Fillion, so he's, like, just constantly sexually harassing Sheila and is like, you want to leave your husband? He's stupid. He's boring. And, you know, it's like touching her and stuff. So then she gets fucking pissed and eats him. Just bites his neck, eats the shit out of him in their backyard. Cool. So then that's the first body they dispose of and shenanigans happen and it's really gross and funny. Um... So then, after that, when she goes to try and eat raw meat again, I just did the Drew more talk of the side of my mouth oh, thing. She's, she's like, "Talking the side of my mouth." She's so quirky. Um, oh my god, she's the original Zoe Deschanel. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Okay, so she—they're like, "Here, here, here. Uh, you're hungry. Eat this. Eat this ground beef," uh, and she can't do it. She has now been tainted by the people flesh, and that is all she can eat. So the rest of the season is um, her and her husband trying to decide who they're going to kill, why it's okay to kill them, trying to kill them, messing up a lot of things. Um, and he also, at the same time, is working with the weird neighbor kid uh, to find a cure because the weird neighbor kid just happens to be in, like into like um, you know weird science stuff, like zombies, conveniently. The kid is enthusiastic Why about don't stuff. Why they get
1: like, medical help and not from a child?
0: Well, he goes to try and get medical help, and they try and commit him. Yeah, he goes to Dr. Patton Oswald and he's like, this is what's going on. Um, and there's like, um, this is gross and graphic, but there's like this red, red ball-looking organ that she threw up that he's carrying around in a plastic bag full <laughs> of olive oil because he didn't have formaldehyde. So he's carrying this around, he takes it to Dr. Patton Oswald and then... He pretends to call in this the specialist, and it's like a psychiatrist. That's like, sir, we're gonna commit that's you. Funny. So anybody real that they go to is like, you're yeah, okay. you, you fucking nuts. I'm glad they at least explain
1: that away because that would have been weird.
0: Yes, yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, and then the daughter and the weird neighbor kid bond because you know she's always been mean to him, but like this is something we can bond over, and they have they have shenanigans, and um, it's a, it's a story. So season one ends. And it ended so anticlimactically that I was like, if if I had time, I would have just started season two because I was like, that wasn't an ending of a season. Yeah. It was just there wasn't a cliffhanger. Nothing. Ex- it was just like, dun, like they ran out of time and they were like, well, stop at ten. <laughs> We'll save 11 for season two. Stopping at 10. Stopping at 10 is fine if so you need lazy. To. So lazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just like, we got to cut this here because this is what we have time for right now. Our lives are going to get super busy in a little bit. Yeah. Um. So was, the ending of the season was a little unsatisfying. I'm sure when I pick up at season two, it will be fine. Mm-hmm. I did like some things about the show. Um, Drew and Timothy are excellent together. Um, they have really cute chemistry. Um. They have like these really ridiculous overreactions that they pull off really well. Like I can't remember what they were at a barbecue and like, you know, neighbor Bob tries to hand him like a a fancy craft beer and he sees Sheila doing something out of the corner of his eye and he screams fuck. He's like, fuck. Oh man, I'm so excited about this beer. I'm wanting (laughs) to try it. And like they have like moments like that where she's like, Jesus Christ oh, you really got to get out of my house. I need to start... You know, like, they they, they play this, like, yeah. shocking, overreaction, stupid, silly thing really, really well um, to the point where it's, like, not annoying. It's kind of funny because it could very easily get annoying. Right. Um, Timothy Oliphant is great at comedy, which he, you know, usually plays the stud. Mm-hmm. It's not his usual genre. So I was pleasantly supplied, <laughs> surprised.
1: Supplies. Surprised. Wednesday. Have you seen um, the movie UHF?
0: No, is it scary? Isn't that scary
1: one? UHF. It is the Weird Al movie. So, oh, not, not unless you're scared of Weird Al. No, there's a there's a supplies joke in there. Oh, <laughs> anybody that's seen UHF will know what I'm talking about. Okay. The three other people who've seen UHF will know what I'm talking about.
0: Maybe he'll do it when you see him live later this year, because you're an enthusiast.
1: <laughs> I am an enthusiast. I've read several books about him. Um, yeah, so
0: I was surprised at how good he, how funny he was. Um, also, becoming a silver fox. Yeah, he's pulling off the gray hair nicely. He's he's adorable. Overall, it's very very campy and very self aware which we've talked about, I appreciate with shows. It's not trying to be something it's not. Yeah, they're not trying to pull any important life lessons out of this. Um, you know, they're not taking it too seriously. Like we gotta find a cure. right. Um, it's It knows what it's doing. Um, you, you get used to Drew's drewness her drewness, I called um, I called it Drew's way of eating people. <laughs> um, you, you get used to it. It's fine. She's fine. Um, she makes great, uh, vases and she's lounge at Walmart. <laughs> um, my husband, I made mean, him watch a couple episodes with me cause he's been homesick and I ha- was on a strict timeline to finish this by today. Right. Um, so he was like, that's pretty good. I- it's a zombie show for women. And for once I wasn't offended by him saying something like that. Cause before I would be like, Oh, is this a pink big pen for women? Right. You know, I can't be contained, but I can't disagree. <laughs> it's dark it has a dark theme but it's funny but there's also like really sweet sexy romantic moments between the two and they're like cute people so it is a zombie show for women it's okay it's okay yeah but it is definitely not those um for people for those people who don't like gore it's not like Mm. um you know what's that uh um bruce campbell I'm going to get divorced right now. Evil dead? Evil. It's not like evil dead. There's not gore and blood and chainsaws and things like that. But there's oh, a fair amount of. You're eating a person. You're eating a person. You're um, eating a person. Yeah. So it's not for people who don't like stuff like that. Where were you? Oh, that American Gods. There was a scene where I was like, I don't want to look at that. <laughs> it involved a foot in a head. <laughs> um, so, yeah, It's gory. It's campy. It's funny. I'm. I'm gonna keep watching because I'm interested to see where it's going. And I hear that it gets a lot weirder. Oh, yes. Which, hell yeah,
1: I'm here for that. <laughs> hell yeah, for the weirdness.
0: Um, so I'm gonna give it a solid three out of five rotting pinky toes. <laughs>
1: Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, that was the scene where I was like,
0: oh, oh, oh my god,
1: gosh. gross. <laughs> Yeah, so that was yeah, that's, my... that's one of those shows that, like, it, it, it's definitely been in the Netflix, like, it's why aren't a... you fucking watching always this Always at yet? the front, Why yeah. aren't you watching this yet? So maybe I'll give it a shot. It's fun. Um, in Hawaii, uh, one of the things that Bill and I sometimes like to do um, is, and it's wrong, But we don't leave the house for a day. And we will just sit in our Airbnb and watch Forensic Files or watch something on Netflix. So maybe that might be a good one to binge. Not the Umbrella Academy? Not the Umbrella Academy. (laughs) Now it's too late. We are beyond the point of no return. I'm never watching it. I started trying to watch season two of Sabrina. No, I didn't even get through season one. I was hoping that maybe they had fixed the makeup thing. They didn't. It's arguably worse than the first season. And I can't get past it. The fucking makeup. It's terrible. Why is everybody orange? (laughs) Everybody's orange. They're witches. No, but even the non-witch people are orange. Everybody's orange. They have a girl who is African American and she's orange. Are you watching it on um, (sighs) Sling TV? No, I have have the orange. I have the sepia tone on my thing right now. It's fucking stupid. Oh goodness! Well, oh, I'm glad that that I'm 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 glad that you could get over your Drew Barrymore.
0: My Drew disdain. Barrymore. I wouldn't call it disdain. It's just like she's a lot of a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, deep down inside, I'm probably just very jealous of her, and how like accomplished and darling she is. It's brave that you can admit that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been doing a lot of introspective work on myself. But, <laughs> you know. I don't, I don't hate all women. I'm mostly just jealous of her, but a
1: uh, little side-talky thing. It's her face. It's what's made her famous. <laughs> so I have two additional reviews that I had talked about possibly doing last week. Yeah. They have been done. And that's the Chicken and Waffles reviews. Woff. <laughs> so uh, in case you didn't last, listen to last week's episode, uh, I decided... That I had seen enough advertisements for both the KFC and the Dairy Queen Chicken and Waffles situation that I decided to try both of them. Where are you seeing these ads? Who watches commercials in 2019? Um, my Instagram targeted ads and Facebook are mostly fast food. So no. that says something about me. That's how I found out. <laughs> oh my god. Yours is Drew Barrymore's clothing line. Mine is... <laughs> Popeye's fucking chicken. Uh, they know They know me. Facebook mm-hmm. knows me. They know mm-hmm. I talk about it enough. I mean, my phone's listening to me right now, and it's like, you like Popeye's? I'll give you Popeye's. Um, <laughs> I do like Popeye's. It's my favorite chicken. Sponsor It's us. the best chicken. Sue me. Um, so I tried KFC first, and Bill went with me on both of these journeys. He was very brave uh, through the whole thing, so thank you, Bill. Um, so at KFC, the chicken and waffles platter comes with uh, – extra uh, extra crispy chicken strips the waffles and mrs butterworth's syrup Mm. so in looking at it it looked appetizing enough the waffles look like waffles the chickens look like chicken strips so we tried a bit of the chicken strips it's just their regular chicken strips they're fine right they're good whatever um then we tried the waffle it was so fucking bad i don't it was so it was like if an alien was describing a waffle to another alien and asking him to create it in a lab. <laughs> like, what do you think it's supposed to taste like? I think it's supposed to taste a little bit like cake for some reason. It was so fucking sweet that it, it was looked inedible. Dense. It was dense. It was not fluffy like a waffle. It was not... You don't need to add a lot of sugar to a waffle because that's what the fucking syrup is for. Ew. It's, that's what the syrup is for. Did you take a for.
0: bite of the chicken with the waffle?
1: I did every combination. Uh, the waffle overpowered everything. The Ew. flavor, the sweet ass. Bill kept saying it tasted like caramel. Gross. It was gross. It was fucking gross. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> also, let's talk about the fact that Mrs. Butterworth's syrup is not actually maple syrup nor are any of the syrups that you see on the shelf are actually maple syrup yeah. they're all corn syrup yeah that has maple flavoring in it
0: so what do i when i get the no high fructose corn syrup syrup what am i what i am don't know you're getting, getting? non high
1: fructose mm-hmm. corn syrup i don't know <laughs> <clears throat> so it's terrible um, so the tenders were fine so and they were i mean they tasted good and we also got a side of mashed potatoes, and those were... Because why wouldn't you? Because why wouldn't you? Those were delicious. Gross. So once we decided to stop eating the waffle, yeah. lunch was fine. Um, but I couldn't even get down the waffle. I would try to take a bite, and like my stomach would start to hurt. Oh, God. It was gross. Um, so overall, and Bill thought I was being a little bit too generous with this. Um, I give the KFC chicken and waffles platter two out of five waffles that even the Donner Party would not oh, eat. Oh, too soon. Too soon, Donner Party. Um, so uh, I only gave it a two out of five because the tendies were good. Right. But I
0: also want to put tender, like extra crispy, extra breaded tenders mm-hmm. with, a, with a waffle. It's not about the breading. It's about the chicken. It's about
1: the – so, yeah. Uh, do not recommend – Stay away. Oh, yeah. Uh, not that you were ever yeah. going to go get it anyways. I totally won't get that No, oh, I was going to go right after this. That's what was for dinner um, tonight. So Dairy Queen, I didn't think was going to produce anything extraordinary because, like I said, they have limited resources. They're not known for their food. They're more known for their ice cream, which is superb. <laughs> so their platter included their normal chicken strips that they have, mm-hmm. uh, a-, a waffle. And then fries, and this one had log cabin syrup, brand syrup, so not Mrs. Butterworth's. Is that more acceptable? So Bill and I had this discussion <laughs> that we liked the log cabin syrup better than the Mrs. Butterworth syrups, and we figured out why it was. It wasn't because it necessarily tasted better, it's also still just high fructose corn syrup, but log cabin, both of our families were not wealthy, Growing up, and so we couldn't afford Mrs. Butterworth's. Oh my god, that fancy ass bottle! So we grew up on Log Cabin. Mm -hmm. So it was more nostalgic flavoring than better.
0: Because doesn't Mrs. Butterworth also have like sort of a buttery tinge to it as well? It was gross.
1: Yeah. Uh, So I liked the syrup that they had better um, also. So the kid who was working that day. Could not have given a fuck less about his job, I thought. Oh. Because, like, he was so disaffected when he was putting in our order. And, like, he put it in wrong. And I was like, uh, the chicken and waffles, not just the chicken basket. Because, you know, you know I don't want to like to complain. And he, and he <laughs> was like, so, oh, I'm okay. Sorry. Um, so when we got it brought out, we were shocked to him for how excited he was to tell us that he helped us. By deep frying the waffle. Because it's a thousand times better like No that. shit. <laughs> so I'm like, th- th- I was wrong about you.
0: Aww. I'm sorry.
1: So to be fair with this review, we got a waffle that was, quote, a thousand times better. Deep fried. Deep fried. And it was actually pretty good. No. Um, because it tasted like a funnel cake. Because it was oh. deep fried. I have no idea what it would taste like. Not deep fried, but this kid really My care favorite. about our enjoyment of the meal enough to specially deep fry the waffle for us. Cute. Um, so Bill's, one of Bill's favorite meals in life is the DQ chicken strip basket with the gravy. Oh. He loves that fucking I was going to say a loose meat sandwich. He also loves <laughs> loose meat too. But the gravy, it also comes with this toast that has more butter on it than is physically possible to put on a piece of toast. That's one of his, his favorite fast food <laughs> meals. So he was like, no, I also want a side of gravy.
0: Oh my God. And I'm like, this is
1: not a fair review anymore. So we can't give it an accurate review because it was deep fried and also because we had gravy. (laughs) So, but overall, because Bill loves those chicken strips, uh, we gave it three out of five teens who care more about their jobs than we expected. (laughs) So neither platter I would recommend. Why did
0: one have French fries?
1: Because DQ always had French fries. Everything, everything Mm. comes with French fries at DQ. Their blizzards come with French fries. Mm. They do have a very good new blizzard though that is chocolate chip cookie dough and Oreo. Mm. It's real fucking good. I Mm. recommend that. I'll recommend that through that drive all day. That all day. Um. So I wouldn't recommend either the thing chicken and waffles. I'm gonna say it again. Just stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your fucking lane. Leave the novelty food up to Taco Bell. They're the best at it. Taco Bell, if you want to sponsor us. I will oh. shill anything for you
0: forever. She will. And I will eat things that don't have chicken in them because fast food chicken um, scares me. So I appreciate your bravery. Mm-hmm. It, it was,
1: yeah. yeah. I wouldn't recommend either of them. So <laughs> well, I. Thank you for your time. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for so, your time. And, th- and thanks, Bill, for his sacrifice. And because uh, I was like, hey, uh, I know I said that we were going to have this or this for dinner, but can we actually just go to KFC instead and have Ooh. chicken and waffles? And he was like, I mean, yeah. So, because we had, again, we had a limited time between episodes before we had to eat both of these things. So. Important. Important. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Gosh, so I do much what effort. I can. Yeah. It's a lot of sacrifice, but like, I know that our listeners uh, really, they, you know, they look to us. Your mom was <laughs> so curious about. Do <laughs> you know what's funny is like, Dairy Queen in the Midwest. Oh, man. That's sometimes in towns, that's all that's there. There's no McDonald's. There's barely a subway, but there's a Dairy Queen. I
0: never understood why my Minnesota mother would get so excited about Dairy Queen. Mm -hmm. She's
1: so pumped that there's so many up Mm -hmm. here. KFCs are pretty, are not as common. KFCs Mm -hmm. are pretty much just in the bigger, in the bigger cities. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. That's a lot. Eating people, eating waffles, eating chicken. (laughs) Yep shit we give you a, f- a filled episode a broad a broad review a broad review da, 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 da. Yeah. so uh
0: speaking of uh, us broads and reviewing things um we uh, we've reached episode 10 this is our 10th episode which we're super proud of most um, people didn't even think we'd get past two Right, most people.
1: <laughs> most most our, of you. our fucking haters.
0: <laughs> All you haters, most of you. Yeah, um I am still so proud of us for doing this because honestly we talked about it forever. Mhm. I by forever we I did. mean since when I moved up here. You did. Um but like for either of us to like actually take action yeah. and do something productive like this. Go on, go! go oh my God, go on! Like us. this is like the beginnings of
1: like our self-help empire. It's true because here's the thing: this we don't know. You know, we hope that you guys like the podcast, but what say that we were terrible and droll and not funny? At least we fucking tried. Yeah, we did it. We tried. We tried something new, and then it turns out we are fantastic. We think we're great. No, everybody else thinks we're great too. Oh, okay, they do. Our all of our fans are like.
0: Please, don't go away. Don't go away. So the announcement that we have to make is that um, we are going to take a small, short hiatus. We'll be back. We'll be back. Emily's got to go to Hawaii for uh-huh. a month. Um, I I got some, some a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to maybe take on some, re- like, not rebranding, but like pump up our branding, branding a little bit. Yeah,
1: because I, I haven't really been advertising to anybody except for our friends and family
0: friends and family yes um some of you have shared on instagram and facebook and we fucking love you for yes, that because we Thank do you. we do
1: now have followers that i don't know and you don't know <gasps>
0: that's exciting so that's that's a huge yes.
1: milestone so we're gonna come back ham on season two and not food ham but hard as a okay, motherfucker i don't like ham no, no, no. but, I, but love, I like to I go like ham go ham Um, hopefully when we come back, we will have some fun new developments like a theme song, which is in the works. Um, and maybe, uh, maybe we'll do a little photo shoot so you can, some of you who don't know us can actually see what we look like. We will
0: put on makeup. (laughs) And I will not wear leggings to Emily's house. (laughs) I might put on my fancy leggings. Oh, fancy leggings. With a tunic, probably. (laughs) I'll, I'll wear the black on black outfit that I always wear.
1: So yeah, season one now can say, we can say that season one is now complete. We're going to come back in season two and everybody knows that every single show is automatically better on season two. Every show. Except for Heroes. And Lost. Fuck. And on that note. Oh
0: shit. <laughs> don't forget to follow us on the socials at BroadsPod on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter, come on. Yeah, uh, Twitter, oh, you're Twitter. lagging behind. It.
1: Instagram, I feel like we're doing pretty good. Twitter, Twitter. I've been
0: doing some good. What's some your good deal, twi- Twitter? Twitters lately, there and were some Facebook, funny if things. You're into that thing. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, follow us on stuff, and uh, thank you so much for listening. And we will be back as soon as we can. Yeah.
1: Best wishes and warmest regards. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like Borat. <laughs> Bye now. Bye.